What is up, design family, and welcome back to another episode on the channel. As always, so glad to have you lovely folks back on here. On today's episode, we have a technical one for you, and this is going to be my top key tips for how to design sportswear for different body types. And not only will we look at how to design sportswear for different body types, but we'll look at what these body types are, what are the main body types that we see on the market. And we'll look at some common problems that each of these body types face and how we can actually overcome each and every one of these problems. So if you guys have ever been curious on how to use fit to your advantage to create a truly form-flattering fit that is functional, that's performant, that is going to give your customers the best possible experience. Well, this is the technical episode that you've been searching for. We'll start off by understanding and acknowledging the importance of taking into account these different body types. As humans, we all have different anatomies. We have all we all have different biologies. There is no two people that are identical, right? This is something that has created massive challenge for us as fashion designers, trying to create clothing that is a one size fits all solution. So in order to have and to get one step closer to creating better products, let's look at what are the most common archetypes, what are the most common body types that we see on the market. The first one is going to be the apple shape, right? The apple shape is going to be that type of body that is going to have more of a blocky waist, hip, and sort of widest hip part that tapers in towards the bottom. And then we're going to have the pear shape. Pear shape has a very, very narrow waist, but has a much wider bottom portion, right? Your waist, your hips, and your widest hips portion. And then we have our rectangular body shape, which is just straight up and down. It's a very sort of like androgynous body shape. And then we have what is known as the hourglass body shape. The hourglass body shape is very narrow at the waist, it's very wide at the hips, and then it tapers down towards the bottom. In sports, we're considered to be the ideal body shape, but in general, not all of your customers are going to have this body shape. So knowing how to design, whether your customers tend to fall into the category of the apple body shape or the pear body shape or the rectangular body shape is going to give you the best possible opportunity to create a product that your customers are going to love. So let's look at some key problems that some of these body archetypes actually face when going for standard off of the shelf clothing that does not take into account their unique biological features. So for the apple body shape, what they may notice is because of their sort of blockier upper midsection, they're going to notice that tops are going to ride up on them. Because they don't have as much mass in the lower parts of their legs, this is going to create an issue where the tops in general just ride up on them. On the flip side, with a pair body shape, they're going to notice that the sort of waistbands that the garments that they wear in the lower section of their body, they're going to be too tight at the hips, too tight at the waist, and just going to create a overall uncomfortable fit and feel to the garment. And if you have a rectangular body shape, you're going to notice that the garments just don't fit you well. They almost fit you like they're one or two sizes too big. They're not very flattering. They don't really optimize or they don't really take into account the unique proportions of your body. So each of these different body types has an issue that they're going to deal with. How do we overcome them? Well, that's what I'm going to be going to in later sections of this episode. So how do we overcome this? How do we create specific technical fit details that flatter each of these different body types? Well, we'll start off with the apple body shape. This is a pretty common body shape, especially in the fitness industry. And one of the main things that we need to do is to create design details that emphasize the waist, that give us an illusion of a waist, and that flare out towards the hips, accommodating a better fit overall. On the contrary, or on the flip side, when you have a pair shaped garment. You're going to want to accommodate for a bit of width at the hips, but also taper in towards the waist and also taper in towards the ankles. Obviously with a pear shape, you're going to have more mass towards the bottom 
portion of your body. So a wider waist or a wider hip portion and a tighter waist and a tighter ankle is going to help to satisfy. It's going to help to accommodate for that so that you just have a more comfortable fit and a more flattering fit. Moving on to hourglass body types. And this is a, again, a pretty common fitness body type. The one that I'm pretty, or I'm the most well-versed in terms of designing for. Here, you're going to want to emphasize a sort of fitted top a tight crop top or a tight sports bra, tight crop top sports bra, a fitted waist, a slightly high-waisted legging that allows you to taper into the waist. You could use a contour waistband, that way you can accommodate for a wider hip and a tighter waist. This is one of the main challenges, is like that sudden drop from the widest hip portion to the top hip portion to the waist portion. There's an extreme difference in these sizes. So usually I like to add a side seam onto the waistband, that way I can cut in very, very deep. Another great fit that works really well on this is a crossover waistband. The crossover waistband allows you to get the illusion of a even more narrow waist that accentuates, that emphasizes this waist to hip ratio that is very favorable in women and that is something that's considered to be very flattering. Also, when it comes to the legs portion of the body, here you're gonna notice that emphasizing the curvaceousness of an hourglass figure is also essential. What I like to do is I like to have sweeping quad seams that go in from the inseam sort of around the knee all the way out and contour towards the back of the body, towards the back of the butt. Sometimes if I need to, I'll curve around the rear, just allowing a further emphasis on the more feminine features of the wear. Then if we move into what is known as the rectangular body shape here, we need to use garments to our advantage to create the illusion of curvaceousness where it may not exist. This is why I like to have cropped tops and I like to have high-waisted leggings. This is going to give you the illusion of a waist that may not exist. It's going to taper in and it's just going to allow you to have a slightly lengthened legging, right? One of the issues that rectangular body types face is that their torso to their legs portion are almost identical. And this is not something that is considered to be very flattering, but at the same time, we have to understand that different body types are going to have different subjective and objective interpretations. But here we're trying to design in a way that is considered to be the most widely flattering. So take this with a grain of salt. The idea here is to give you the illusion of longer legs, and we do this by creating a more high rise, and at the same time, creating a shorter torso by having a crop top that is cutting your torso in half, and that is elongating your legs simply by the use of fashion illusion. Last but not least, I need to reiterate the importance of fit in sportswear. And I have a three F's technique that I've done a separate video on the past that is my sort of questionnaire. It's my guideline towards answering how I design each and every single piece of sportswear that I've ever made. And this is fit, fabric, function. How does my design take this into account? And as you can see in the middle, we have fit. Fit is beyond essential. Fit has a functional property at the same time, it also has an aesthetic property. If you wanna create something that's more relaxed, that's more loungy, that's more earthy, then a wider, more relaxed fit is going to come into play. If you wanna create something that's more performance oriented, that's more gym oriented than an athletic cut is going to come into play. A compression top immediately has a sports or connotation as opposed to an oversized or a unisex oversized tee. So fit allows you not only to perform better in the garments, a good example of this again is a compression top that has multiple practical, biological, and physiological benefits of compressing the muscles, of encouraging blood flow into the muscles, of oxygenating the muscles, of bringing nutrients to the muscles versus an oversized top that may have a slightly thicker and heavier weight overall in its feel that allows you to warm up, that allows you to be 
that, that allows that garment to be thrown on top of a sports bra or on top of a tank top and allows it to be used as a sort of semi-outerwear top that still gives you the range of motion that you need. So each of these garments comes with a specific fit that it needs. If a sports bra is too loose, it's not going to be supportive enough. If a legging is too tight, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be restrictive. If a short is too tight, it's going to be restrictive. It's not going to allow you to run in it. If a short is too loose, it's going to be slipping and sliding. So being conscious about how your garment fits is going to give your garment the finishing touches that it needs to really perform at the highest level and to give the customer what they need. There's no point in designing the best product with the best fabric with the best technical details but if your fit is all over the place well guys that is it that is a wrap on this episode that's been my guide on how to design for different body types and how important it is to design sports or with the right fit if you guys enjoyed this series and want to see me do another episode on function another episode on fabric let me know this would be sort of like the trinity of sportswear design. And I can go into depth on each of these topics in separate episodes. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please consider smashing a massive thumbs up. It really does help us out. It keeps me and my lovely team motivated to keep creating this content for you. Also, if you want to hop on a one-on-one -on -one consultation call with me to help you on growing your brand, on how to market your brand, on how to design your brand, how to source quality manufacturers, how to set up a distribution network, how to connect with influencers, well, that's exactly what I can help you with and much more in a tailored one-to-one -one feedback consultation call so check the link in the description below and i do offer limited slots every single week so make sure to hop on that fast and we can get on that call asap guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of fit design tv until next week's episode stay awesome